Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex. As always, your host. Today's proof of life. It's Thursday, April 13, 2023. And as always, you've got me for another 30-minute free consultation. Take this general opinion, really. I guess I could qualify it as a general opinion, right? This is general advice. It's not specialized. It's not personal. It's not tailored to you. So again, legal disclaimer, anything that we convey across this medium, across this podcast in the form of opinions or messaging, none of it should be construed by you, the listener, as legal advice, okay? Because you haven't retained us haven't reached out to us personally so anything that we address and discuss in this podcast you shouldn't rely on to any degree because you are not our client the questions that we answer we pull from various places mostly reddit and the internet reddit really and we treat them as hypothetical clients that being said if you find yourself in need of some professional uh, advice, uh, an opinion as to how to navigate corporate, how to move up, how to get promoted, how to negotiate your next promotion in terms of title, in terms of compensation, in terms of fringe benefits, what have you. You need help strategizing it. You need to bounce some ideas off of another mind, one that's been trained in inter-organizational relations and relationships. Reach out to us. That's what we as corporate cowboys do every day. We're constantly aspiring to attain that state of professional consummate professionalism right so without further ado today's question is coming from our slash career guidance and the question is pretty straightforward i'm reading it now it's asking the cons i mean it doesn't give say the or what it just straight up says cons of giving more than two week notice i mean it's i feel hastily written shit it could have been done on somebody's phone right that a lot of folks use the internet and access reddit on their phones i think people who use it on their computers are investing a little too much time in reddit right i mean unless you're in the middle of a meeting and can and can divide your attention but even then I question that. Now, this question is flared for advice. So they're asking for some input on our part. My hope is that the body of the question gives us information and plenty of it, enough to contextualize and inform our opinion, right? Now, you, the listener, are in a unique position to peer into the mind of a 
corporate cowboy, a career consultant, one that specializes in professional development for themselves and their clients. Now, this hypothetical client is giving us only a snippet, a snapshot into their life. If we had them in front of us, we would do our due diligence and interview them in depth with plenty of time for questions, answers, follow-ups, discussion, conversation, time to unpack their particular case, their circumstances, and be able to help them, walk them through strategizing their next move, right? So they write, our hypothetical client writes, I recently accepted a job offer and selected a start date of May 8th, which is a little more than three weeks away. Yeah, that is a little more than three weeks away. I'm an assistant to the executive. Assist, I'm an assistant to the executive. So they're an executive assistant. Nice. I'm an assistant to the executive in a small organization. Okay. Okay. I've been in the role two and a half years. And prior to that role, prior to that, the role. Okay. Sorry. I misread that. I skipped the word there. I've been in the role 2.5 years. And prior to that, because there's no fucking comma here, prior to that, the role was vacant for a period of time. And in parentheses, they include several months, potentially just under a year, due to hiring freeze during COVID. So the department isn't in dire straits without me. Not that it's ideal either, but anyway. I truly adore my boss, they say. Mm, okay, okay. Well, again, we don't know how emotionally invested our hypothetical client is in their work, right? If they're doing it for the love of the game or if because they feel a personal connection with their boss and their colleagues, they're in the, organiz they're in the organization, What we do know is that the organization could, in theory, survive without them. If they survived some time, that is during COVID, an extended period of time, months, bordering on a, on a, on a year without someone in that position, right? So they could make do without our hypothetical client. Not the most optimal position to be in, but... But at the same time, it lets us know, at least it should give a, it should clue our hypothetical client into the fact that two weeks, three weeks, more than two weeks notice, I mean, wouldn't necessarily impact them. They could turn around and cut you the day that you give them notice, right? It's not unheard of. Standard practice, I feel like most most all professionals would give two-week notice. I mean, in today's day and age, shit, you can give one-hour notice. You could just not show up. No call, no show, and just never show up again. If they call you, tell them, to, tell them where to send your last check, right? Most all jobs 
in today's day and age, in Western civilization, right, in Western society, are fire at will or uh, at will employment. It used to be called fire at will, but I feel like that term has some. Uh, what's the term? What's the uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Has some conceptual violence to it. Fire at will, and it just got politically corrected. You know, it's it's gotten censored over time, and now it's just at will, at will employment, employed at will, and that means essentially that you can leave at any point in time, with or without a reason. Just like your manager could fire you, let you go, terminate your employment the moment you walk in for no reason at all, right? Unless, unless they're breaking some type of federal statute or discriminating against you for, I don't know, any number of protected grounds if you belong to a protected class and, uh, and, uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, if, they don't if they don't have grounds that violate federal statute if they don't have grounds that violate federal statute they can let you they cannot did i just use the double negative i use the double negative i double negative myself if they terminate you with grounds that violated federal statute ah, there you go alex there you go and it's against the law you have a potential suit against them, right? You have a, you have a case, possible case. <laughs> but our hypothetical client isn't giving us any of that. That was just a tangent, so I do apologize. But they claim, I truly adore my boss. So they've got some emotional investment into it. And they continue writing, I wouldn't have entertained a new job if... It weren't for the exact role I was hoping for. And this is. Hmm. Whether or not to give more than two weeks notice. Leaving a position that could potentially survive without you for a role. And a, a role that is exactly what you are looking for. I mean. Sure, it's nice, it's uh, courteous, it's, it's respectable that you want to give them more than three weeks, more than two weeks notice. I mean, I suppose it would give them time to find and train a replacement for you in your absence. And I feel like you could leave with a more stronger bridge i mean if you're not burning bridges right if you're not just ducking out last at the 25th hour letting them know oh i'm not showing up to work that's burning a bridge of sorts right and you're definitely not burning bridges by leaving with two weeks notice leaving with more than two weeks notice i mean you could you could potentially go down as somebody they would call back in the future if they somehow change the position you're in now if they augment it with different responsibilities and i don't know better pay better compensation if you haven't explored that with your current employer to make it the position you were looking for instead of leaving the organization 
then that's on you, right? Maybe, maybe you're not that assertive. Maybe you're not going to uh, pick up the spear and become the spearhead. Take this shit by initiative, by proposing changes of your own, right? You're just an executive assistant, right? Maybe you don't want to step on anybody's toes. I get it. It's understandable. Does it mean that you can't take your feelings for your fucking manager and turn them into something lucrative, into something, I don't mean lucrative, like you're going to be profiting off of them, but you could turn it into something productive, which in turn could become, could be profitable, not just for the organization, but for you, right? Um, the hypothetical client here doesn't tell us they have an amicable or a friendly or a strong uh, relationship with their manager. So again, this, this, this feeling, the sentiment could be only one way and the manager doesn't think about them ever, <laughs> which is a shit position to be in and doesn't lend any uh, strength or credibility to the idea that our executive assistant our, our hypothetical executive assistant client could make these changes the way they would like instead of just jumping ship and leaving, right? Which I'm not too, I mean, do what you want, right? But the goal is to create strong ties within your professional network. And if you have a potentially strong tie in the organization you're in now, who's to say you can't Go out of your way a little bit, investigate, explore, research some, interview some more with, I mean, within the organization you're in now, right? And explore options and opportunities to pull the, the right strings and turn this position into, into what you see it being the most profitable into how you want to see it work for you professionally. That's how you elevate yourself as an individual to the corporation's level. And that way you could work across with them instead of just working for them, right? You, you would necessarily elevate yourself from an executive assistant to one of the executives, if not a consultant to the executives or to the organization, but that's more higher level thinking, higher level strategy. And if you've been paying attention this long, I pull out those gems every other episode. And that's what clients come to us for. Granted, there is some risk. There's always risk when you're making moves, when you're running and gunning learning to shoot from the hip, there's always risk. Our rates are more than fair. And we help you identify and maximize these opportunities to develop yourself. And if whether or not you want to continue with the same organization, our goal is to help you develop professionally or help the client. Sorry help the client develop professionally. I have to watch how I, how I word things. I don't want you to think you're the client just yet. <laughs> if you know us, 
You owe us, all right? All right, continuing, they write, should I let them know ASAP my intentions to resign to allow the additional time to begin recruiting and tying up loose ends? Okay, that's, that's considerate. That's really considerate, right? We said that. That's respectable. That is respectable, especially if you've kept solid connections, a, a solid working relationship with your colleagues, with your manager, with the organization on the whole, right? It's not necessary, but respectable. They write, the chances of them letting me go is never none, but very unlikely. Plus, I wouldn't be in a financial crisis if they did anyway. Dog, I think, I think this hypothetical client is just talking themselves into giving them that notice now, right? You, you could give them two weeks notice now and just... If it's three week, if it's a three week window, you have give them notice now. Take your two weeks up front, and enjoy a week vacation, a week break. You're not suffering for money. You won't go hungry, or so you write here, right? You won't you won't uh, lack necessities. You've either got some form of savings or some form of help or assistance to tide you over that you could uh, dig into. So I, I don't know what the holdup is. I, I think you could take advantage of the fact that you could uh, cash in this, so any, any social capital you might have accrued while you were there, right? And either help train or help recruit and train you know, your replacement or uh, tie up the loose ends. And what if they do cut you off the next day, but you left on a positive note? I mean, that's always the goal is to leave on a positive note. You never know when you might run into them again in the field, unless it's outright bad blood. Push comes to shove, blow comes to blow. And I don't know, you're you're using office supplies, office equipment against one another. <laughs> That's some corporate cowboy shit, yo. It won't come to that necessarily, but it's respectable if you give it to them earlier. It's more respectable. I mean, it's more respectable if you give it to them earlier. Two weeks, that's a standard practice, right? That's an industry, that's an industry standard in almost all industries. More than two weeks, I mean, we're talking because you're taking a special consideration to give them more notice. And they should recognize that in theory, but we need to have the hypothetical client in front of us to ask them to, uh, to probe what the culture of the organization looks like, what the hierarchy looks like, and the, re the relationships that they've kept, and what exactly informs this adoration they have for their boss so they say the chances of them letting me go is never none but very unlikely plus i wouldn't be in financial crisis if they did anyway they do not have a history of doing this to others hmm. okay so they don't have a history of letting people go uh prematurely upon them giving notice I mean, that's not a guarantee that they won't do it to you. 
But, I mean, given their track record and the fact that it's, uh, we're not in any type of social mandate or lockdown at the moment, I mean, your position isn't in jeopardy because of some, uh, what, what's the term called? Because of some respiratory disease protocol. <laughs> so, they finish off here. Other than the potential of getting let go early, that doesn't seem plausible. Are there any other cons of giving a three-week notice instead of two weeks? Now, there is one glaring area that I haven't even tapped into. And I don't necessarily like to unless the facts, the facts or the client lends themselves into exploring the more nefarious side of corporate. As of now, we don't see any ill will or ill intent on either or from either party. So I don't necessarily want to explore uh, the possibilities of skullduggery, backstabbery, and sabotage, right? It is possible, right? I did somewhat allude to it if this adoration this our hypothetical client has for their boss is only one way. It's not reciprocated at all. The boss could pull the rug from up under your feet, right? Could find, I mean, if, if they played into your hand and actually asked you where you're interviewing, I mean, if they wanted to keep you there with them, they could seek out your prospective employer and let them know, I don't know, you're a piece of shit or unhirable or blackball you and trap you in a sense. Now, I don't like, like I said, I don't like speaking on that, especially when the questions are posed in a positive manner. But that, that is one other, one other alternative to consider, okay? You, the listener, can take notes. If you want to learn more, reach out to us. We're happy to explore it with your circumstances. We're not going to hypothesize or, or speculate with the hypothetical client's facts here because we don't want to sow any of those seeds or spin up any of that karma, right? But I, I feel like I've answered the question pretty thoroughly i think we can move on down to the comments here and critique some of them maybe the redditors have similar stance on two week or three week or however many number of week notices two weeks like i said is standard practice anything more is respectable right it's as if the employee is giving the organization an elevated degree of deference. It's like they, they hold them in, in higher esteem, higher regard. 
and not give them less than two weeks, right? If you gave them like a week notice, hey, I'm leaving in five days, that's going, that may put your hiring manager or your direct supervisor into a scramble to find somebody to fill your spot in such a short period of time. But two weeks, I mean, if the organization is competent enough and appropriately structured, two weeks is sufficient time to hire somebody and bring them on to cover for you. Three weeks, again, I mean, it's pushing it somewhat. But again, we don't know if this is the hypothetical client's first job, it's the first job they fell in love with, or it's the, it's the first uh, good manager they had, hence the adoration. Maybe they're a one in a million manager, and I don't want to. I don't want to feel guilty for leaving my manager out to dry. I, I, I did my manager dirty somehow. So you want to give them more advance notice than just the two weeks? I get it. I get it. It's understandable. The first comment here writes, "I'd give the two weeks now, so you can get a gap between jobs. Would be a nice little breather." Yeah. Hey, I I did pose that too. They give us the facts for that. So we could, we could make that perfectly reasonable inference. I mean, we're not making any assumptions like, well, why don't you just give two weeks and coast for the week that you don't have a job? No, you, they won't even be coasting. They won't be hurting, right? If they have a savings, uh, if, if they won't be going hungry, they could probably take a little road trip, take a, a little mini vacation or a staycation, not a staycation, right? Staycation is... Uh, I guess there's two ways to view a staycation. There's where you leave for a foreign country and you stay there for an extended period of time. Or a staycation is where you stay domestically and you explore domestically. I mean, there's also that, right? Either or, it's apparent that the hypothetical client doesn't, ha doesn't even have a need for a job for the three weeks, right? So giving them the two weeks, they are they are already rolling the dice on the fact that the organization could cut them loose tomorrow. And still, they won't be in any tight squeeze between a rock and a hard place in terms of money and finances, right? They're set. They're pretty much good until they start their next position. And that's a great place to be in. That's a, that's a good spot to be in. So I would give that uh, comment, a, uh, what is it called? A plus one or an upvote? I would, I would vote that comment up. The second comment here writes, I vote for the two-week notice suggestion to allow a much-deserved break between the old and new job. You've earned the downtime and it might be a while until you have the chance to take a break like that as a new employee. Congrats. Again, with the two-week suggestion, it's just that two weeks is a standard practice. And I think I, while I appreciate, I appreciate these comments because they're really harping on the standard practice of two weeks and uh, then taking a break between the old job and the new job, I, I, approached, I approached the client like I do with every client. It's like a new case. And with every case, case by case, it isn't always open and shut. It isn't always black and white. And that's why clients come to us as corporate cowboys to inform an opinion with 
with various angles. Can't say all angles. It's very difficult to cover. It's very difficult to cover all angles. And that uh, entails extended engagement and higher rates because there's just more due diligence involved, exceedingly more due diligence. But it is possible. It is possible to get surgical with this shit. It's as much an art as it is a science and vice versa. That being said, um, analyzing and, and I think digging down into the reason, even the reason why the hypothetical client posed this question on Reddit, right? Exposed themselves, made, made, opened up themselves, making themselves vulnerable in a sense, right? The fact they even posed this question out in the ether whether or not to give more than two weeks. I get the feeling, right? I get the feeling which these two comments we just read aren't really touching on, but I get the feeling the hypothetical client knows that two weeks is normal. It's a standard practice, right? But they're asking, what are the cons to giving more? And the first two comments didn't address any of the cons. Oh, what the cons is that you'll have, you'll have to work the three weeks you're there and you won't have that extra week between the old job and the new. Like, these motherfuckers just don't want to work, right? But you look at the flip side. You've got three weeks to tie up any loose ends and strengthen any ties you already have there. Like I said, it's more respectable. In, in some circles, it, it's viewed as more respectable. So you're, you're definitely not burning bridges and you could be fortifying those bridges that already exist. Are there cons? I mean, <laughs> I gave you one or two of the cons, right? If we're talking skullduggery and fuckery, it's possible. But they're not readily apparent given the facts that our hypothetical client left for us here. If we had them in front of us, like I said, we could give a better informed opinion, but that would require some face-to-face -face time. Some face-to-face -face time. I mean, we wouldn't even show faces on Zoom. I, I would much rather not see your face either, right? So we would have cameras off, but we could at least uh, schedule a call and go back and forth, a little question and answering, some follow-ups, and really drill down on your circumstances in your situation and find whether or not any one of the cons, any cons might outweigh all the pros. And the pros really uh, are highlighted by the fact that standard practice being two weeks, three weeks is just more advanced notice for both of you guys. You're letting them know you're on your way out and shit, you might give them the opportunity to come back and ask you can you stay? Will you stay for more money, for uh, elevated position, more title, more ra higher rank, right? But if, uh, if the hypothetical client hasn't explored that with their current organization, who's to say that they're going to start by negotiating a, a, a better position at the new place and their compensation, right? Like, I don't want to throw too much dirt on the hypothetical client 
but it also seems to me that that they haven't completely explored their options in their current position before making this transition. I just, I get the feeling. It's, it's intuition at this point. And I've been right in the worst ways possible. Damn, there's a phrase I haven't used in a, in a short while, I guess. I mean, I've said it in my mind, but verbally being right in the worst way possible it's a gift and a curse but again it's some corporate cowboy shit when you can peer around the corner when you can see around the corner and uh, you know how to apex properly <laughs> that's besides the point no pun intended have a good one